When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about working effectively with your dev team using continuous deployment. And joining us for that conversation is Rob Humar. Rob, welcome to Press This. Hi, David. Thanks for inviting me on. Really glad to have you here. Uh, For those listening, this is definitely a developer-focused episode. Uh, But in this episode, what Rob's going to talk about is uh, basically how his team at Deserto mastered continuous deployment workflows within the team, but also the impact that had on their business as a whole. So it's kind of like this whole business story that Rob's going to walk us through here today. So if you've been thinking about using continuous deployment, or if you've uh, perhaps had trouble implementing it, uh, maybe some of Rob's lessons will be helpful for you. Uh, Rob, the first question I ask every guest, I'll also ask you uh, briefly, tell me your WordPress origin story. Yeah, so uh, I've been working with WordPress for probably 15 years now. Um, So I could just navigate the uh, WordPress docs like the back of my hand. Um, I suppose I got into it. It was just a friend that uh, asked me one day, he was like, oh yeah, I need somewhere somewhere online to uh, do a blog and upload some news and uh, looking around the internet, I suppose, WordPress popped up and, and that was the best platform at the time. And, and, and that's, that's where everything started. Very interesting. So had you built sites to, up until that point? It was WordPress your first way of building sites? 
Uh, yeah, so I was, I was probably bought, I learned how to do web development in, in the days of like hard coding, PHP, um, pre CMS world. Um, so everything was just done manually. <laughs> sure, um, sure. I know WordPress is a good tool for that. So 15 years ago, this would have been approximately 2006. So right before widgets and short codes, it sounds like, which would have been an exciting time to get started. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for that. And then, you know, I mentioned earlier in the introduction that you're with a company called Deserto. Could you help everyone understand what Deserto does? Yeah, so I'm the lead, lead web developer at Deserto. Um, Deserto is an online publisher for gaming news. We're one of the largest in the US and, and the largest in the, the UK. We focus on esports, um, just a variety of gaming platforms and uh, and we have a number of WordPress websites. Good to know. And since this is an audio show, could you spell Deserto for everyone? Yeah, so it's uh, spelt funny. It's actually D-E-X-E-R-T-O. But if you're, a, if you're a Call of Duty fan, you'll uh, understand why it's Deserto. Uh, I am a Call of Duty fan, but I don't know that reference. But I did get lost a little bit as I was re researching this episode in the articles. So uh, it's it's really fun. You know, we have a lot of agencies and freelancers and product makers on Press This, and it's really good to also get the perspective of brands. Um, so I'm kind of curious, um, can you briefly describe uh, what continuous development is for the sake of our audience if they're not familiar? Yeah, sure. Um, continuous deployments, it's just basically the process of automating every single step of uh, a deployment process uh, for every single change that you do to the code base. So instead of waiting for a release day and building up a, a backlog of, of changes to a code base and then doing it in one big go, you uh, continuously deploy new changes again and again and again. So it's automating that deployment process would you consider unit tests to be part of continuous deployment or not? Yeah, so the the process from the start, I suppose, is, um, let, me, let me get my words right. So uh, instead of doing human testing, continuous deployment automates a lot of the testing processes. So that could include like PHP unit tests. It could include, um, linting so you could do your javascript linting in the tests you could do style sheet linting in the tests um, and just getting rid of all the all the testing that could take a long time by a human and doing it really quickly with a, a computer that's an awesome description thank you for that you know i think as i think about where teams get blocked on adopting continuous deployment is in the complexity in setting it up. And I think, you know, not doing some of those things and their, their manual deployment processes, um, you know, in, in order to save time. But it's really interesting to think that, you know, hey, a little investment in, in setting this up um, can have big returns yeah. on time later, and, and especially the time for fixing problems. Yeah, 100%. The setup process of uh, continuous deployment is, is the hardest part of it. Once it is set up, you should be able to use it easily developers should be able to come and just press a button and or upload the code change to whatever platform you're um, managing your code base on and everything should get triggered with so that one push 
like I feel the the draw is there, right? Like making a mistake with your deployment and, and causing an outage can cost money, introduce risk into a business. Um, from, from the development perspective, of course, people want to like do their best work and make sure it works well and not have to deal with headaches later. So like there's a big draw, but then, you know, there also can be blockers to people entering um, using continuous deployment. So when you implemented continuous deployment at uh, Deserto, uh, what was the deciding factor? Like, what, what was it something that broke before? Or like, what was the, why did you decide to deploy, to, to pursue that strategy? The biggest deciding factor for us was because we're a fully remote company. Um, we don't have an office, all our, all our developers are all over the world. Um, so we needed a way to make sure that all these developers could work well together in a team and um, all the code was following good standards, certain practices that we'd put in place. Um, and, and like you said, uh, the biggest draw to it is, is safety. You need to run these tests before you do a deploy because um, the uptime of our, our website is the biggest, biggest factor that we care about, basically. Did you have a distributed team from the start or was this related to the global lockdown? No, we're a fully remote team from the start and for the future. And so did you operate without continuous deployment for a while? Yeah, it was only a small development team at the start. So I guess um, it wasn't as important, but the more developers that you add to the team, um, the more important it gets because you don't want people overwriting each other's code by doing manual upload to uh, via FTP or something like that. So you have the issue of overwriting and, and causing issues with, you know, multiple people trying to deploy. What about like the quality of work? I feel like if you have like individuals doing their own linting and unit tests, assuming they're even doing them, integration tests and things like that, I feel like if each one's unique, a snowflake, that that might cause other problems at scale. Yeah, exactly. Um, we need to make sure everyone's following the same standard from, I suppose, a code readability point of view as well. You need the developers to be able to pick up, um, pick up the code base and be able to understand what's happening quite quickly. So we need to, so for example, one of the rules that we have in for um, developing PHP plugins is uh, everything has to follow the WordPress VIP standards. And one of the WordPress VIP standards is every PHP function needs to have a, a, a PHP doc uh, description and name with it. And if it doesn't have that, the WordPress VIP standard will throw up an error saying, look, you need to include these. And, and, and rules like that just make the code base a lot better for everybody. Do you use any other standards or WordPress specific linting tools in your continuous deployment process? You mentioned VIPs. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing WordPress specific. Um, we do have uh, a custom style lint, um, but that's just, that's just what we came up with as a team and how we like to work. I'm not familiar with the VIP standards specifically, but I'm guessing it includes the WordPress code quality standards. Uh, that would be yeah. my guess. Do you know that to be true? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I mean. All right, good, good, good. Well, that's excellent to hear. I think, you know, it's good for folks to get an understanding of like what's involved and what the processes are. And I think a lot of folks do in general, um, but I really want to get into some more specifics around, you know, how this 
process was like for you and, you know, some of the things you found that, you know, helped drive success when, when you explored it. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm talking to Rob Humar about continuous deployment within your developer workflows. Rob, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about kind of the factors that led uh, Deserto to kind of adopt continuous uh, deployment. You talked about there being a smaller team with, with perhaps less of a need, but, but really with a fully remote and larger team, it really kind of wasn't a choice you felt uh, for you know, consistency, not overwriting each other's work. Um, and you know, creating a standard by which your uh, the business can operate in from the development percent uh, perspective. I'm just curious, how did Agile play a role in how you changed your workflows, or did it? Yeah, so quite early on, we because we have quite early on, we found out we needed a a good way to manage um, tracking new features and bug reports. We have quite a large team of uh, editors who are writing the content that are using the WordPress platform all the time. And they're, they're very good at spotting um, bugs on the front end. And the, the amount of new, like I said, the amount of new features and bugs, we needed a way to track them coming in and then tracking the process throughout the development uh, course. For instance, um, we can track when they're being worked on, um, when they're going into QA and when they're ready to be deployed, et cetera. And because we are a fully remote team, we need an easier way for these remote developers to be able to pick up jobs and start working on new jobs. Okay, so the approach with Agile helped you in terms of specifically processing kind of requests uh, coming in from the business, specifically editors, um, and allow them to kind of pick it up on the fly uh, as well as, I'm guessing, communicate back to the stakeholders around the progress you were making towards that end. Yeah, um, we, we have a, a digital product team as well that need to know whereabouts these bugs are in the process of being fixed, um, and they can report back to 
the uh, internal stakeholders. Do you invite the stakeholders to like your uh, sprint planning meetings and things like that, or do you do you do that in a separate context? We'll keep them out of the the sprint meetings, but we do have the uh, digital product manager in there that will pass all that information on to the uh, stakeholders of the company. All right, good to know. So let's get back to the continuous deployment uh, side. So what, what does your CD tech stack look like and why? Like earlier I asked you about your standards, but I'm just curious, like are you using Composer, Git? Help me understand yeah. how you, you've configured your stack. So we, it's all a lot, it's all based around uh, GitHub because GitHub's one of the biggest um, code repositories in the world and most developers have experience using it and they can uh, easily um, create pull requests and, and push code changes and into new branches, et cetera. Um, so that's what we use to uh, manage and track all the code changes. Um, again, sticking with GitHub, we use GitHub Actions to run the actual continuous deployment um, and that will trigger on various actions that you're doing in GitHub, like um, pushing changes to a new branch, uh, merging the uh, staging branch into the production branch, and that will run various deployment scripts depending on what, what, has, what has been triggered. And uh, what you can do on GitHub Actions, so basically GitHub Actions is like having a little computer in the cloud that you can do anything on basically. So we can run our PHP unit tests on there. We can run um, our theme code changes through Webpack. So it builds and it, it's checking for um, lint errors. We can uh, install all the dependencies that we need for the, um, for the WordPress project, project. And um, we also manage all our WordPress plugins via Composer because we need to create a consistent development environment. So we need everything to be consistent, including the plugins. So we don't leave um, plugin installations to um, the actual WordPress admin area because we don't want other developers installing plugins that other, other developers haven't. So we need everybody to be consistent. And then um, on a WP Engine side, we. We, luckily we can SSH into WP Engine, so we can do a lot of things on the uh, WP Engine server uh, via command line, which you can trigger through the little computers that you've got on GitHub Actions. So for instance, we can um, sync all the files using rsync, and then we um, run a little program via the uh, WP CLI called Dictator, and that actually controls the uh, configuration state. So again, it's going back to that, um, consistency between different environments. And um, finally, we use the uh, GitHub releases to manage rollbacks. So on every big change, we create a new version. And if that version of code has an error in that we need to quickly roll back, we can just quickly roll back to the previous version. Well, that, Rob, thank you. That was awesome. I loved how extensive you went into that. I'm sure there's much, much more. I gotta say, hearing um, you know your approach here, I feel very confident in in how uh, in my ability to get esports and gaming news from Deserto. Um, you, you sound like you have a very you know well put together workflow here. 
Um, I know it's, you kind of mentioned even at the very beginning that, look, we chose a lot of these tools, particularly GitHub and GitHub Actions, because, you know, so many developers have experience with them. Um, and, you know, I found that also to be true, but what do you do, or have you had to deal with a developer that hasn't had experience, or, or at least some experience using your tech stack for your workflows? Luckily, from an actual development point of view, it's pretty easy. Like I said previously, it's the setting up of the continuous deployment that's hard. Um, and once that's set up, the developer doesn't actually need to know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, they can push a change to GitHub, and then GitHub has a really nice user user interface where it says, says the, uh, the tests are running. Um, so we have a test on the theme and it says that's running. And then we have a test on the, the, uh, the PHP code that we've written and that will flag up green or red if there's an error or, or, or everything's fine. Um, so that's pretty much all the developer needs to know. They need to know that the tests are running and they need to know the result of the test. But from a behind the scenes point of view, um, they don't really need to know. So it's, it, from their point that's of view, it's pretty easy. Really great point. I, as you think about it, especially in the terms of like impact to the business and impact to the individuals and this notion of efficiency, like not only is it faster to run the automated actions versus doing them manually, but you also don't have to learn and configure, you know, the way you would check those things in a manual way and kind of a snowflake environment where every developer has their own way. So I'm guessing that means you can have individuals who focus on those parts, make them better as part of the CD process, and then everyone else can free their mind space and time for other things. Is that how it works out for you? Yeah, so we have a, a QA engineer that um, deals with setting up the testing and the um, deployment scripts, and he's an expert in all of that. And that means that, like you said, the developers don't need to focus on that at all, and they can focus their minds on writing the code. I like to call this concept, you know, scaling your opinion and processes like this. I think of this also in, in terms of like uh, the block editor in WordPress, where developers are pre-creating things that content creators then deploy, but it's a way of scaling that, that insight and that intelligence um, and that, quote, opinion um, so you can reuse it over and over and over and over and over again and, and amplify the value of what you build. Um, do you find that to be true? Yes, definitely. Um, because we were scaling up quite quickly, we also needed a way to um, get these developers set up remotely and uh, set up on their local environments easily. So we were able to take a lot of this continuous deployment and create um, kind of like startup scripts for these new developers that were joining the team. And now we're in a place where we can just get the developer type in one line of code and a local environment will get set up on their machine that matches um, everybody else in the team. That speed and consistency is just so important. I have a few more questions, but we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. 
If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the uh, WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm in the middle of talking to Rob Humar about continuous deployment. Rob, before the break, you were sharing some really Im- interesting information uh, you know, around the, your, your tech stack and how it impacted your team, particularly around, as I described, kind of scaling your, your insights and your innovation by having folks fo- focus on specific parts of that process versus everyone having to become an expert at all the different things. Um, so as you went through this at uh, Deserto, uh, how did this approach solve the problems you were having before adopting um, continuous deployment? You mentioned things like training and onboarding, but like, what was the overall impact after you uh, deployed it in the business? Things were a lot faster um, and things were a lot safer, basically. Um, we then had, the, we then had um, free environments that we could uh, run the codes through pretty quickly. We, uh, have a master development server where all the um, developers can just quickly load up code changes and test things out quickly. Then we can move those changes over quickly to a staging server. And, and on the staging server, that can get run through um, actual user testing. And then once everything's been tested, we can quickly move everything over to um, the production server. and because we're using continuous deployment, each one of these environments is exactly the same. It goes back to that um, point we've been mentioning about consistency and that makes sure that makes everything work better. (laughs) So someone out there right now, Rob, is listening to this podcast and they're thinking about uh, deploying continuous uh, deployment in their business, or maybe they're about to pitch it to their boss. Um, to get resources, to get time to introduce this into their workflows. You, you mentioned two things in the after that stood out to me, faster and safer. So I want to ask you a couple of quick questions on each one or one question on each of those. 
Yeah. Did faster mean that you deployed more things quickly and thus uh, introduced more opportunities uh, for Deserto to make more money? Like, did it have a material impact on like the features you were releasing and thus the opportunity to earn revenue? Yeah, definitely. Um, because we are such a high traffic um, website, we get over 50 million page views every month. Um, we can quickly, really quickly upload changes to the code base that um, could have an impact. And you can see these changes in real time if we upload, um, because we're an, an ad revenue based company, if we uploaded something that changed um, maybe the position of an advert on the web page, we can instantly see whether that's creating more revenue or not creating uh, more revenue. Um, so if you don't do these experiments faster, then you lose the opportunity to make more revenue within the business. Yeah, exactly. And again, if, um, if it does the, if, if it makes things worse, then we can quickly change back as well. Yeah, you can iterate. I think that iterating is key to digital success. And then you mentioned safer and, uh, what, I think I'm okay if you want to scare people a little bit about how important testing is because I think it's vastly important. Uh, but but help 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 folks understand like what's that selling point on safer? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of developers have um, had a, a nightmare in the past when some something's been released on production and it's all gone all gone pear shaped. Um, but because of this continuous deployment. Um, we can make sure everything's going through a variety of tests. Um, and because they're passing these tests, at least you've ticked off a few things that can go wrong already before you release it onto production. And that can make sure your code's at least 80% safer than it would be if you weren't running these tests. And that can have big impacts on the, the experiences you're managing. Well, Rob, this is huge. Um, I, I really want to thank you for walking me through your workflows here and, and the success you found in your team and the impacts it had to the business. Um, but just thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me on. Awesome. If you'd like to learn more about what Rob is up to, you can visit deserto.com and that's spelled D-E-X-E-R-T-O.com, gaming news, esports. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.